0: Calling all cars, the copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. The Alcantara police calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 102. All cars watch closely, the operator of NATO's cronies believe he's pending my credit. That's all. Go All
1: all, no, sir. When this
0: car goes out over the air to hundreds of radio patrol cars, it's often a matter of life and death. The police cars haven't a second to wait. When that shovel is thrust to the floor, the police car must leap instantly to top speed and spare to the street, firing through. One second may mean a life saved. That's why the most efficient police departments of the West refuse to use ordinary gasolines in police cars and emergency engines. Tests have has proved that gasolines made by ordinary refining processes can't start fast enough, can't develop enough speed and power. There's a reason why more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment use Rio Grande cracked gasoline than any other brand. And that reason is the exclusive patented refining process known as cracking. Rio Gander put gasoline through the newly developed thin-flair cracking process to separate the slow burning from the fast firing elements. What a difference it
1: makes.
0: In scores of tests to war police officials, Leo Gander cracked grappling has proved to be so much faster in starting, so much speedier,
1: so,
0: so much more powerful. That it has been awarded the contract to power all emergency cars operated by Los Angeles, Oakland, Berkeley, Marysville, San Diego County, Maricopa County, Arizona, and many other cities and counties. On tonight's program, you will hear a graphic demonstration of the efficiency of our police. The Leoganda clutch gasoline has contributed greatly to this efficiency. For more police and emergency cars use Rio Grande cross gasoline exclusively wherever it is sold than any other brand. And they use exactly the same gasoline you get when you patronize your Rio Grande independent leader. Try a time for tomorrow. it is our pleasure to present Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. Good evening, friends. You have often heard me refer to Los Angeles as the white spot of America's crime map. The phrase is mine. The specifics to consider it may be obtained by anyone interested in the work of this police department. During the era of lawlessness, Now happily coming to a close, we enjoyed a minimum of large-scale crime as compared to other cities in this nation. This is not meant to imply, however, that we did not have our racketeers and so-called big shots. Many were the hoodlums who tried to muscle themselves into power. But as quickly as they began operations, we began breaking them down. It wasn't always easy. One of the most difficult men we had to break was a one-time petty pickpocket who muffled into the dough bracket and made himself a big shot. His name makes no difference. He has paid his debt to society, so for the purpose of our story, we will call him Nail Cronin. was in
1: 1927.
0: One day, he told us
1: someone
0: to press the return super into his office. Mm-hmm. Good morning, come in, Figure. Sit down. Figure, you've had a lot of narcotic experience, haven't you? Yes, sir. I was up north, so stayed in Portland, Bureau for several years. Mm-hmm. You know who nailed Stoneman's figure? Sure, everybody knows who he is. Big shot goat peddler. Thanks. Got ambitions to be a West Coast Capone. That's right. They're saying around town that I can't get it. Well, mm, he's a pretty slick customer. None of the boys have ever been able to hang anything on him yet. Well, it's the mules that work for him, Mr. Ruff. Yes, yeah, I know. He's the hardest sort of individual with whom to deal. But I don't think they're right when they say we can't get it. Do you? No, sir. I knew you'd agree with me. Very well, Sigurd. So I'm going to make you captain of the Combined Robbery and Narcotics Squad. and I'm going to give you one big job. Get Cronin. Careful. It may take me a year, but I'll get him. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slowly,
0: the police, in their web. A dozen detectives, shadow a dozen dope peddlers, make arrest after arrest, but never can they put the finger on Neil old Cronin. On one day, a Detective Lieutenant Edwards, one of Cager's men, is entering police headquarters, a man approaches him. Hey, Edward. Yes, what is he? wants to talk to you. What about? I said, I know. He's gone with a scandal, He wants to talk to you. Well, I don't want to talk to you. Ah, be a smart guy, Edward. it'll take a minute. He's sitting right over there on his car. Well, yes. okay. Hello, Edward. Hello, Neil continue since the day you tried to pinch me for forgiveness <laughs> and liquor. You and as we get your face and you found that bottle in the back of my car was full of cream fluid. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was very funny.
1: Yes,
0: yeah. And again, Jim Davis will put his blood hands in my tail again. Yeah? Don't tell me you don't know anything about it. you work for a figure, don't you? Yeah. You don't make much money, do you, Edward? Yeah. I don't to tell you what a copper salary is. How you like an extra $200 a month? Or what? Well, me that think it's are No, thanks. been a little foolish, Edward. Well, I'll arrest you for robbery, Conan. Well, sure won't You haven't any witnesses. Sue, here's just dumb and blind, is you, Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. mean, it, Well, how about it, Edward? I told you no. And you'd better move that car of yours. you are park in the yellow. I can run you in for that, you know. I know you can't. you i just stopped to pick up my friend Sue here. Where are you, son? Mm. So he offered you a bribe, huh? That's just fine. Mm. What do you mean? He's worried. You must be getting pretty close to him. Still, we're getting close, to him, Jackson. I sent that book that looked hard, I've been to him. He were two i And two of them. Oh, it's worth a drive. Uh, have you booked that nice Confederate you just brought in, Pitwood? No, he's still outside. Okay, bring him in.
1: Right.
0: Come in, Pedro. Pedro, we've got plenty on you to we'll send you to the big house for a nice long stay. Oh, please, General Capitan, you to be Pedro. Pedro, one good citizen in that's fair. Pedro, not a bad man. Here's the two ounces of narcotics we found on us. You can't deny that. <laughs> no, but you see, this is the very first time I do anything like this. You let me go, huh? I'm never do it again. I think maybe we can arrange something like that. Gracias, senor. grass On one condition. <laughs> if you do a little favor for us. Oh, geez, senor. Of course, anything I can do. You uh, know a man and his wife by the name of Howard? Mr. and Mrs. Sandy Howard. Sandy Howard?
1: Yes,
0: I know you. I want you to buy three ounces of morphine from them. You want me to I I don't oh, it is a trap, huh? you going arrest me all over again? I do I understand. I'm arrested already. No, I don't want to arrest you all over again, Pedro. I'm a bigger fish than you. I want to arrest Sandy Howard and his
1: wife.
0: Yeah, I see. and for buying three ounces from them, you will let me go free. I think we can arrange it if you promise not to peddle any more drugs. You see, I promise. And you was. Oh, there's Gonzales. Well, we'll give you a chance. Now, here's what you do. You call Sandy Howard and make a date with him to make the bar. you have two officers hidden in the rumble seat of your car. After you've given Howard and his wife the Mark's money... Where do I get the
1: Mark's money?
0: Don't boy, we'll provide that. And after they've given you the morphine, you clap your hands together and say, Now I can make myself a little too I clap my hands together like this... And, care. now I can mess myself a little bit more. That's right. And that'll be the signal for the two men in the rumble seat to make the arrest. Oh, he's very simple. <clears throat> and, glad for a he's my Pedro makes a date to meet the Howard of Baudrill and First Street. Around the corner, Captain Sager spots the police car the with the same phone at the wheel. Pedro, the two officers hidden in the rumble field of his car, drives up to the corner. A moment later, Mr. and Howard arrive in their car. Howard saunters over to Pedro, and to figure, watching from the opposite corner, there appears to be an argument. Then did you run around, Captain? Said he' was getting out of his car. Yeah, do you suppose that Mexican's double-crossing it? I don't know, but he's getting in the hard car. they swinging around. So, will be What? they on the whole thing. But Mrs. Hart's giving us a bird. She's coming a nose at us. Follow them. Don't let them get out of sight. Okay, Captain. Now, oh, wait a minute. There's no use you follow them. Why not? They're wise. If we tail them, they'll just give us a runaround. Might as well go back to the corner and hope the paper's on the level and bring them back here somehow. Oh.
1: That's
0: oh, the funniest thing I ever hear. I did not know this wolf was somewhat scary, fair enough. Oh, They it won't get very finest, you know. Don't rise up to things like that.
2: Sure, we never take a stand. They wouldn't have got a thing on us if they had stopped
1: it. Why? Well, what do you mean? They didn't bring you more pin?
2: Not really. You think we're not?
1: Where do you take me, then? we well, far. Down
0: this next block here. All right. Let's the dough, Pedro.
2: Here. Yeah,
0: but where is the more thin? It's fast to that head. Hand us over the dough and go pick it up for yourself. Uh, okay. Well, it's a very fine piece. Huh? It's a very safe business
1: if you
2: do it this way. Right there in front of you.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay, Pedro. We got the money, we got the junk. Call us up when you need some more. Oh, wait a
1: minute, General. What's the
0: matter? You're not going to lead me away here on Sunset Boulevard, are you? Sure, why not? But my car is all the way over on Bordry. I cannot walk so far. It's too hot. Oh, we might as well take him back, Sandy. Okay,
1: hop in, Pedro. Oh, good.
0: How's that, Mr.? Oh, bueno, bueno, gracias, Senora, Senora. And very much, you so have stuff. Very much. Now I can make myself a little genero. There,
1: look. There's a couple <laughs> of cops in that rumble. So get going. Hey, stop. Hey, stop. Hey, stop. Hey, stop. Hey, stop.
2: Hey, that.
1: it
0: Sorry. Almost. we hit the gas tank. There goes again. gas. <laughs> That's
1: He yes. won't go find that block.
0: Just doesn't want Okay, pull over. What's the first, officer? Plenty. You're under arrest for violation of the state for the
2: law.
0: Well, you'll have a hard time proving that. Not with that marked money Pedro gave you. Have the soup to use in a tool, pigeon, huh, copper? Listen, I'll use anything to get Mayo cronin, and the sooner you realize that, the easier your life will be for the next few years. In the jail are Captain Mr. and Mrs. Sandy Howard, while Captain Sigurd, striving to smoke out Mayo cronin, has the distance of any set a bail of $100,000 each. Buzzing are the efforts of cronin's attorneys to lower the bail. With all the waitings of Mr. and Mrs. Howard. But the they joined not at the pandemonium, they remain in jail. Finally, after a month in the backfield, the Howards are separately interviewed. Of the two, Mrs. Howard seemed the most viable. Well, Mrs. Howard, how about it? Better to give us a lowdown on Nail Kernan?
2: Listen, Flatfoot, I ain't talking. I told you that 30 days ago. It still goes.
0: You still deny you're one of Nail new mules, huh?
2: I never heard of Nail Cronin, and the only mules I know anything about would be bed slippers to you.
0: It would be sort of nice to slip into those mules of yours and wrap yourself in your somnuous negligee after a month in jail, wouldn't it, Mrs. Howard?
2: What are you driving at?
0: Just this. Yes, we know all about you and your husband. We know you're running dope for Nail Cronin. We know that Cronin's attorneys have been trying to reduce your bail. That, my dear Mrs. Howard, is the reason we place it so high. Now, after a month in jail, you ought to realize that even if he is a big job, Cronin can't raise 200 grand to bring you and your husband. Either he can't or he doesn't think you're worth it. Oh, is that
2: so? Well, I argue that I'm a Oh, Now,
0: Mrs. Howard, don't let me forget that I think you're a lady. What do you want? Certainly not you and your husband. We want nails, Cronin, and you're going to help us get him. You're
2: barking up the wrong story. All right,
0: I know that story, and I'm tired of it. I said you're going to help us get him.
2: Okay for a price.
0: Which is?
2: Sandy's freedom.
0: All right, Mr. Howard. We'll go further than that. We'll do our best to get the district attorney to drop charges against not only your husband, but yourself, if you'll play ball with us until we get thrown him. It's a deal. With one more stipulation. What's that? That neither you nor your husband go back to the narcotic wagon.
2: Okay.
1: That's a deal, too.
0: And if you do... They'll pick you up with a nice long-term lease on a Marine View apartment of San Quasley. <laughs> so Captain Scooter and the District Attorney are you to reduce the bail on Mrs. Howard so the Cronin's attorneys can meet the figure. Immediately upon her release, Mrs. Howard is taken to the detective Office. Well, Captain, here I am. Practically a free woman again.
2: That's
0: fine, Mr. Howard.
2: Now, what do I have to do to spring Sandy?
0: Well, let's see. You've got to make this sound legitimate. I'll tell you. You call Cronin and tell him you want to buy 100 ounces of morphine so you can raise the dough for Sandy's relief. Okay. Hand me the
2: phone. You know, chap, I never thought much of cops before I met you.
0: Oh, thank you.
2: Yeah. Why well, now I almost got myself believing you're human beings. I... Hello, Mary. Yeah, this is Birdie. Yeah, I just got out. And so many thanks a million for stinging me. Gosh, I don't know what to say. Yeah, that Toby ain't no bourgeois. But, say, how about Sandy? Oh, I know you ain't got a hundred grand, but I ain't got a husband neither. Listen, here's the goat. I can unload a lot of stuff. My customers' tongues are hanging out. Yeah, say about a hundred ounces. What? Four grand? ain't that a little cheaper? Okay, i got to get that guy of mine out of jail no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, May. In an hour. Well? He felt that. I'm to go to the top of Angel's flight in an hour from now, get a cab there, and go to the corner of 4th and Alvarado. There'll be a car there waiting for me. It'll take you to him, in that.
1: Only what?
0: Oh. He
2: wants me to bring the cash with me. Four thousand bucks.
0: Four thousand dollars? You haven't got that much money available for purchases. Well, that
2: should be your Paris us on the line.
0: Yeah, well, all right, I got a friend who can raise it. I'll find my personal note for it. Your personal note? Sure. You don't know how anxious I am to get that first. With grave misgivings, Captain Seager follows Mrs. Howard and puts $4,000 in marked money from Angel's Flight to the corner of Fork and Alvarado. Where Mrs. Howard transfers from the cab to a yellow coupe driven by a Negro sofa, It takes her to the corner of Highland Avenue and Tensor Boulevard where so she again changed his car. He entered the armored limousine of Miller's Cronin, which immediately shaped up Highland for Mulholland Drive. Here, for fear of being detected by the wily Cronin, he he was forced to abandon the state and return to his office. There, for the next several hours, he milled bitingly awaits a telephone call from Mrs. Howard. Finally it comes. Who's that, Susan? This
2: is Bertie Howard, Captain.
0: Where are you? Down on the
2: beach at the Tango Canyon. What happened? He had a stuffed staff down here in the canyon. I turned over to the boat and picked up the merchandise. Are you alone? Yeah, he left me. He's gone to his house on South. Yeah, I know where it is.
1: Well, he's either there or at his service station on Beverly.
0: Okay, Bertie. We'll get on him right away. Want to try to pick you up? No,
1: thanks. I'm still got fucked (laughs) there.
0: While Cigar leads one detachment of men to Cronin's house, another detailed detective leads to Cronin's gasoline station to watch out for him. At the house, Cigar runs into an unforeseen difficulty. Hey, Joe. You and a couple of the boys beat around at the back of the house. Those dogs are better than a the sparrow. They'll let anyone know if uh, they get away. Huh? Three times when they will come. tell to you. A couple of dogs over have Hey, wait a minute. Somebody's opening the door. Bow down these dogs and let us in.
1: Nobody you heard me,
0: bow down these dogs.
1: Nobody now listen
0: to me, I like dogs. You do have to keep this nice animals as be. But if you don't cut them down, you're going to let them have it. Officers of the law. Oh, now the dogs, I'll get them. Fire,
1: you. Fire,
2: you. Fire up, you. Fire up, you. Get that under that cat. Fire, you. Fire.
0: Now, now, you... You didn't have any... You
2: didn't have any... There's mail. Mail? What's he talking about? We ain't got
0: no mail. You know what I mean. Mail. Mail.
1: Mail. 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 Well, we're coming in. How do you know whether I would
0: let you do that? No, well, well, I mean, you think about it while we look to get over. Come on, boys. Mail. Uh, Knowing that he must present his case in court, Captain Seager failing to find any evidence. beyond a forty-five caliber gun with the serial numbers filed off as his men with purple steel drawings from the interior of the
1: house. And
0: this place is completed strange discoveries made. Oh, God. look clear. What? Well, I've been making the measurements in the living room, and Bob's been making them in the dining room. But they don't drive by the outside measurements of the house. What are you talking about? Well, it's not... There's a three foot difference between the living room and the dining room. So well, I'll be done. You know, I seem to be on the other place to make up the difference. Might be a wooden target. Mm, but the little house is good. I don't see how it could be. Slip between the two rooms is a case. Oh, let's see. This is a stucco wall. You'll we'll see how solid it is. Uh, this is as hollow as your head, Bob. Mm. See if you can find an opening. Some sort of secret panel slides. Yeah, funny. like you, Phillips, open on steroids, huh? Yeah, sure. Real detective stuff. And, hey, you better bring in that ass from the car. Well, Yeah? Perhaps this is all solid paneling and bookcases. Yeah. No secret of huh? Yeah, There's a lot of funny books, though. They do on by one uh, by a samurai talent. Ever hear of that book, Jack? Oh, yeah, Sure you better pass that one, bar. Well, and here's Don Blanding's poetry. Yeah, hey, I know that one, Cap. <laughs> Boy, that guy can really write poetry. Mm. You know, he's almost as good as Eddie Joe. You know that one of his about the Vagabond House? Boy, that's beautiful. Yeah, just like a mail order catalog. Huh? Oh, I don't trust you. Uh, Where's the rest that? Oh, fine. Now, let's make it to that bookie. Somewhere around Don Brandon, will you? Hear? Sure. Sure. Hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't do that. <coughs> Give him one. Just for more time. That's fine. Take it away. Give him a hand, Bob. Oh, dear. Yeah. There's, there's no wrong. That book of particles. Well, let's forget literature for a minute. Hey, look. For the that. Look at that. Look at that. Five-gallon-canger alcohol. A sight for so lives. Now, at last, we've got something on Mr. Neal's floor. You put pounds in there, and look at the pen. Oh, I don't care about that. Didn't you can find my four grand? Oh, that's a good watch. Oh, what? My nose is just yeah. on. Open it up, Chris. Mm. There's a lot of dough in there. Let's see it. Ah. Boy, what a relief! What do you mean, Doc? Here's my four grand, all oh, marked and tucked away. This is all we need on Mister Cronin, boys. The case is closed. What we want now is look at Cronin himself. Let's go. That's yes, too. To his service station.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Leaving Cronin's house under guard of two detectives and placing the Negro maid under arrest, Higgins and his men drive to Cronin's service station. Approaching the brilliantly lit corner, they drive up behind the police car, which has been detailed to state the place. When you see those talks with his men. How about it, Pittwood? He's
1: in there. He's
0: been in there for an hour and a half. We've had our eye on him all the time. Good. Come on. Have you milk out at the house. Well, we got clutter on this bird now. Ain't no use. Put him behind the bed somewhere. Come on. Well, well, well. If it was the law. We're well, under arrest, Cronin. Would well, you like Pittwood from my time in the world? You know you can't get new on me. We got plenty on you now, Tonan. Well, what's the charge? Violation state poison, I guess. Well, you get in new Gail. We mean business, Tonan. We're just in Well, oh, keep your braces in your profit. I'll go, Larry. And draw out a half hour after I get the central. How is if you see, tell them out will keep sending them to the central. Yeah, okay. A lot of good that'll do, Tonan. That's what you see. <laughs> You go force the other than Cronin into the squad room at Central and presenting with the facts. Now, Corman, listen carefully. Well, then, and then, in the most I do not say a word. You don't have to. And we ain't letting you talk to your masters, our oh, lawyers. this is unconstitutional. Well, that's fine when they talk about constitutionality. we can't make me talk. Now, listen, Tony, will you be quiet for a minute? So far, you've done all the talking. Now, listen. Here, sir. no one's asking you to talk. We're just asking you to listen. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. see. Better go a bedtime, sir, eh? The time don't pay. The police need your friend, and all that You'd be a lot better off if you'd listened to him before. I'll pipe down and get this. You're through. We got enough on you to send you up for a neat little shirt. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. I haven't got any tricks up my sleeve. Now, here's the loadout. You a 100 ounces of morphine to Mrs. Howard today. He paid you with my money, money I marked myself. We just raided their house and recovered that money. And you know what we found when we found the money? Fifty-five gallon cans of alcohol and ten thousand dollars' worth of narcotics. Well, huh? how about it, Mayo? That your mouthpiece will do you any good now? Did you can talk the jury out of that evidence? Captain, yeah. And, uh, no, I'll talk to you private. Sure. Come on into my office. You, will uh, pardon us, won't you, boys? <laughs> good on man. cigar oh afternoon. Oh. afternoon. oh, afternoon. Good right. no now, What's on your mind? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good and i have to give you a maximum satisfaction. Order. 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 What's this, Captain. Here's a key. You don't to pay for this, box. Fifty thousand dollars in that, box. In cash. Yes, you take the key. 10% or 20 gallons. I can't let you go now. I know. But all I ask is this. You take 20 gallons, forget get some of them, you've got to get some. I you know i better get some kind of a lot Keep it up to these on Captain. How do you know I won't take the whole fifty grand? Because you're an honest man, Captain Baker. Boy, a just offered me a $20,000 bribe to go easy on him. Here's the key to his about the Bob. i guess that's the floor to have
1: use,
0: come on. You're right, Conan. I'm an honest man, and I'm not taking any bribe. That, my dear Conan, is part of the job of being an honest man. Captain, come
1: is on take him
0: to the to the Well, boys, there goes the man they said Jim Davis couldn't get. There goes the big drop of the Los Angeles Wipers. There goes a big crowd Eddie. Yeah. He reminds me of that giant in the picture chap. He could it out, but he couldn't take it. He it out, but he couldn't take it. He took plenty of and he went to court. And when he found the evidence, Captain Seager piled against him. He welched again, and pled guilty to selling more morphine to Mrs. Howard. Judge Doran sentenced him to 10 minutes for a maximum of six years. Five years later, he was out, and six months after his release, he was picked up for picking his pockets at a picnic in Sycamore Grove. Neil Cronin, South Star Big Crop, had found his level. A cheap, petty crook. We taught him that time that crime doesn't pay. Thank you, Chief David. Three detective mysteries that are broadcast over this program also appear in story form in the Calling All Cars News. You get this unique publication free of charge every month the real Grande Cats' gasoline was sold. And in this month's picture of the news, you will find illustrations and descriptions of nine free gifts, which make up the complete junior detective outfit for boys and girls. You can help your young friends get these junior police outfits, if you will, by just driving to the real Grande Cats' gasoline pump next time you fill up. It costs you no more than ordinary gasoline. But when this super-refined touch-the-effled to fuel reaches your carburetor, you'll get the thrill of fast-starting, lightning acceleration, greater power, and police-car performance. Nothing to Police Car and <laughs> All Cars, Attention All Cars, Translations of Jet 102. May 20 nine subsidies. That's all shows and good night for the real Oil company.